Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Helen. And I'm Janet. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is officially summer. So based on a quick search on Google, summer began on June 20th and I cannot be more excited. Maybe it's because we've been in lockdown for a year and everything is finally opening up. It actually feels like summer and I'm already blasting Hot Girl Summer, which y'all already know I'm obsessed with. It's my favorite song. Yes, and with the excitement of summer upon us, we thought it would be fun to share our favorite summer memories. Um, Starting from when we were kids, since summer marked the end of the school year and summer vacation was actually a thing that we had. Mm -hmm. Yes, and real quick for anyone who hasn't heard of Hot Girl Summer yet, Coach Meg aka Megan the Stallion, aka Tina Snow, the creator of Hot Girl Summer, said it best when she said, Hot Girl Summer is about just being you, just having fun. It's turning up, driving the boat. What boat? What boat? <laughs> <laughs> and not giving a damn about what nobody's saying. 
I kind of mm. love that definition. Yeah. I mean, I wish I had a boat, I but, know. <laughs> you know, maybe take that part out. You can make a paper boat. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's like cute, innocent girl summer or something. <laughs> well, before there was hot girl summer, there was innocent adolescent summers. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, let's take it back to elementary school or middle school, those childhood years. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you ladies remember about your summer vacations? Did you go to summer camp? Did you stay at home and have a daily routine? Did you hang out at the mall where there was air conditioning? Mm. What what are some memories that you have? Actually, that just did jog a memory that I had (laughs) where um, for me and my sister and my cousins, we all lived in the same building. And we would always ride our bicycle like up and down our block, never cross the street because it was dangerous, but we would always end up at this bicycle shop that was at the end of our block mm. and it had AC and oh, we would just yep. open the door and just stand there, stand there and like feel AC and then run away and then come back and feel it and run away. So that's interesting. Oh my gosh. I, totally I, bet, I, bet, that. I bet the owner probably like loved you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, the owner never said anything, but oh. you know, it's like. Thank you. Um, But I never bought anything from that store. (laughs) Anyway, so for me, when you said summer camp, I actually never went to summer camp. The only quote-unquote experience of summer camp that I've ever experienced was watching TV and movies like Mm -hmm. The Parent Trap. Mm. And I remember watching that movie and thinking, oh, kids are mean. So I never felt like any FOMO not going to summer camp. I don't think any of my friends went either. So that never happened. But in elementary or middle school, I can only think of two things really that defined my summer. One, summer reading was a big thing. Shoot. Oh my God. (laughs) And I just remember being a huge book nerd. I would always be reading lots of trips to the library and reluctantly trying to read all of the summer book required the required books and actually writing the book reports. I hated writing the book mm. reports before, you know, Spark Notes became a thing and no longer read those books. <laughs> but I loved like the Berenstein Bears books, Roald Dahl, Wayside School, and I would just have stacks and stacks of books around me. And that was like a very distinct memory that I have of summertime. And the other memory that I have very distinctly is traveling with my parents. Mm. I think almost every summer we would have a family vacation somewhere. Um, And I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before, but these are usually those really annoying tour bus trips led by someone with an obnoxious umbrella. (laughs) And it's just like the minute you step off the bus, you have to rush out to look at things and then rush back onto the bus. And you never had time to really just like enjoy the Mm. moment, especially because everyone around you is always like, so chaotic too but i just remember not appreciating those trips at all while i was there i'd be like why does the bathroom smell why are we sitting next to the toilet (laughs) i don't even want to get off the bus because it's summertime and it's hot out and i just want to like go to mcdonald's or something but i think looking back now we went to so many places with those trips we went to like san francisco toronto all over china mexico um all on these tour buses from, from you know from what I can remember and I think the thing I think about now that I d- didn't think about before was that traveling in groups and with someone who knew where they were going kept us safe mm. so I do appreciate that now that I think about it um, but yeah that those are the two things I can remember from my childhood books and obnoxious umbrellas <laughs> 
I love the book. The book summer reading was a yeah, thing. I forgot totally about, about that too until you mentioned it. That was the first thing I thought about. I was just like, oh my gosh, I hated that word. Like, it's just because you have so much freedom and what is supposed to be so much fun. And then you're always tied down to you have summer reading and book reports homework, to do. Yeah. Homework, that's the thing. It's like an obligation. Yes. You had to write reports. I don't remember writing a report for it. I just remember we had to, we had to read yeah, it. Yeah, we just had to have reading or books read by, by the a certain time. Yeah. Year. Are you serious? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my gosh, I hated the book report so much. Well, thanks for sharing, um, Helen. That was super cute. The, even like the trips, I'm like, oh, you went to a lot of places as a kid. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. cool. My parents, um, I'm very thankful that they you know, got out of the house and traveled uh, and, and did it in a way where they felt safe. So yeah. it was the best situation. But I mean, I would, I would always be on those buses and I'd be like, oh, is there a cute boy yeah, right here? Yeah, know, that's I like the only <laughs> saving grace about those trips. And when there was, you know, you just kind of eye each other and then that's oh, it. I love, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah, for some reason, I think about summers in like elementary or middle school. I have very distinct memories, actually. Um, so for me... Um, my summers were mostly me spending time with my grandparents because my parents would work all the time. So um, I had this routine. Like in elementary school, I would wake up and then I'd play with my Legos. Like I actually had Legos. Mm. And it always, I remember feeling super creative and I'd make this like, I'd make a house and then I'd make a car with wheels and like a little wagon. And I remember like my grandparents complimenting me on the car that I made. And I felt so like, I'm creative. And like I got <laughs> approval from my grandparents. Aww. But I, was, I would always be making the Legos as my grandma watches Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. It was like 10.30 or 11 a.m. in the morning on Channel 5 CBS. <laughs> and my grandma didn't know how to speak English, but she loved predicting prices. Like, I think that's like a universal, like, yeah, Asians yeah, yeah. like to, you know, like, they understand pricing. They want to guess all that stuff. And so um, that's something that I would always remember. And for lunch, you know, as a treat, depending on the week, uh, my grandparents and I would walk to Hometown Buffet. It was like a 15, 20-minute walk, and... We use their, their senior discount. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just eat there. Because, like, for us, Hometown Buffet was something we go to, like, every two weeks as a treat for our family. So lunchtime was like, oh, we got to go. I got to go during the day, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And my grandma would always say, like, oh, take your time. If you're full, we'll just wait, and then we'll get hungry again. So, so save that money. Is, yeah. We so, used to do that at Vegas buffets. Yeah. My family. Yeah. <laughs> so I just sit here. I was like, but I'm full. <laughs> like, I want to leave. But, no, my grandma always, like, wanted us to stay longer. And the afternoons would be, like, you know, I would call my friend Vicky, who's, like, my childhood best friend and we will spend hours on the phone trying to figure out like do you want to come over like can I go over like we'll always try to create a plan and we'll always pitch it to our parents and I would say no so I don't know why we, we did it every single day though thinking Aww. we might get a finally get a yes there's sometimes so we did yeah and then the afternoon I think I was really addicted to TV as a kid I would always watch daytime soap operas oh so I was really I'm into really passion. passion oh my yes, gosh I remember passions. yeah I don't know I never got into those shows but. I like got really into it this, yeah. is, this is why today I think Justin Harley is really hot because he was in mm. passion yeah you remember him but here I'm as a 10 year old girl watching passion yeah. like I don't think it's really appropriate you know <laughs> my cousins uh or my cousin Stacy and my sister Patty also were really into passions I got into it through them but they were much more into it than I was yeah <laughs> it's funny because it's passions versus days of our lives yeah I always yeah. watched passions so I'm just yeah. like that was a thing and maybe this is why I also went to Korean dramas um, I think it's the only change for me for middle school when I got older was that I would spend more time on Zanga and AIM during the like, oh, summer times or yeah. online because yeah. that's when I started getting into like internet stuff and you know just talking to your friends but like Helen I actually never went to like summer camp like mm. watching Parent Trap it just sounds so extravagant like I want a sloppy joe sandwich like I kind of like <laughs> wanted that experience somehow but I never got it but my mom would always put me up for classes 
like local mm. classes in the community center mm, yeah. that my grandparents would walk me to. So I did like I did tap and jazz. I did like an acting class oh. where I had to like sing a song about being a tree holding a banana or something. <laughs> I don't I don't <laughs> That's really so cute. I can imagine little Mel. <laughs> it was weird. So I did that and um of course did I always did swim. Swim was my mm. thing every summer. I did like we always had to do swimming. And the other interesting thing is that my mom was swimming in a bunch of religious courses. Like, oh. she wasn't like, oh, you're Buddhist or you're whatever Christian. But, like, I did vacation Bible study. And I did, like, I went to Buddhist school. Mm. Oh, interesting. Like, yeah. So, so you learn about, like, the principles. And the yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I don't remember anything. Like, I literally <laughs> went to, you know. I mean, it was interesting. But, like, I just remember, like, looking for boys. Like, that's, like, <laughs> why I did in class. So that was what I remember for, like, summer vacations as a kid. But yeah, how about you, Jay? Oh, wow. That was very vivid. You had so many different activities <laughs> for both of you that like I, I definitely can relate to. And I remember drawing up memories now. Very similarly, both of you had mentioned doing some sort of like homework or going to classes, right? And that was the first thing I remember from when I was really young. I had mentioned in previous episodes that I was in ESL. Mm. So I remember in like first or second grade, my mom uh, put me in summer school for like reading and writing. Mm. So I remember going and um, and I remember thinking like, this sucks. Like this is supposed to be where everyone gets time off why don't I stop to go to school yeah. uh, but in hindsight like that was uh like I, I think I actually really did enjoy the classes once I like the actual homework assignments because it was creative writing and mm. it was fun but I just didn't like that I had to go during the summer um but yeah so there was schoolwork. um and I also I was in dance so dance classes did continue through the summer and I have memories of having to like change into my leotard when it's like freaking 90 degrees mm. out and like you know being in the studio and they don't have AC so they just leave the doors open and you're like sweating oh in your gosh. leotard um so those were kind of just the the courses and classes that you have to kind of keep taking but I also have so many memories of going outdoors and playing with my neighbors so oh. I grew up on a street where like the three houses next to us it was a bunch of like uh, girls my age um there was one that I've mentioned is my best friend who is also Vietnamese American and then a couple of other uh like white girls <laughs> and um and we would always like we would call each other up in the around 10 a.m. when you wake up and go, do you want to go outside and play? And yeah, yeah we would just like ride our bikes and different things. I have a memory of when I first learned to ride my bike. Um, so you know how you like go through on your training wheels mm-hmm. and it's a really big deal when you can go on your like two wheels without the training wheels, right? So I've been practicing and I've been practicing and our street is pretty small and it's just, you know, houses are like next to each other. And I remember my mom came out to tell me to come back, to come back home. Like it's getting dark. And I was two houses down and I was like, mommy, watch this. And I'm riding my bike and I'm going up their driveway and I was doing it. I was like balancing and then bam, I smacked into the neighbor's garage door. Oh my God. And my mom was like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, look, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. It's the first time that you're like, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're um, but yeah, like lots of time outdoors. Um, oh playing with gosh. friends, and then I mean, I learned. I I, I I was able to eventually ride bikes without running into garage doors, but. <laughs> Um, and then I also spent a lot of time with like my cousins. They would come over and we would go swimming and we would go to Sizzler. So for you, it was hometown buffet. For us, there was a Sizzler's that was like down the, mm. the area from my house. And I always remember going and like getting their like, their like dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets mm. and their mac and cheese. And it was like a family affair because it was my aunts and my uncles would all come over too. So we would do this a lot during the summer. That we would just so go swimming and then go to Sizzler. Um, and then my cousins would come over and we would do sleepovers. Mm. 
And I don't know why, but we have, like, I remember with my cousin Stacy and my sister Patty, like, we would do this thing where it was exciting for us to want to get up early in the morning and, like, make breakfast. And we're like, we're going to get up at 7 a.m. and watch the sunrise, and then we're going to make smoothies, and then we're going to, like, do a workout routine. I don't, it was weird. I don't know why, because I think Stacy and I were both in dance, and we were, like, fascinated by, like, my mom had, like, these, like, workout videos. So we're like, we're going to get up and, like, make smoothies, and we're going to, like, work out. And so, I don't know. This is very strange. Um, but, but yeah, there's just a lot of like, I think just spending time and playing and being outdoors um, was a lot of what I, what I did when I was younger. No formal summer camp either, but yeah. lots of playtime. That's so cute. Yeah, such vivid memories. Yeah. Too. I could totally see Janet being who Janet is it today is. because of the smoothie thing and then the, uh, the writing classes. Mm-hmm. Actually, like, even when you were talking about like, your cousins coming over and like, the swim town, I was like, I was like, I came in for all, I mean, jumping the gov, like, it'd be so fun, like, if our kids want to do sleepovers together, like, yeah, we're trying to coordinate yeah. that. Oh, yeah. That'd be super cute. Your story about the bicycle thing, oh my gosh it brought me back to like this really bad incident that I had biking to also during the summertime and I was going downhill (gasps) and I was going so fast and I had fallen and I hit my vagina so (laughs) hard that I thought I broke it like I honestly thought I broke my vagina because it hurt like for a whole day and like it had to have really bad impact for it to hurt for a whole day right you might have bruised your pubic bone I probably (gasps) did but I I, like played it off I was like oh okay (laughs) and then I went home and I was just like oh my god I broke my vagina what did you call it back then I don't know (laughs) I didn't tell anyone but it just like yeah it just brought me back to that really terrible memory and that's why now when I ride a bike I have to make sure that the the seat of the bike is not taller than where my like my the tips of my toes can reach down to if your bike is too tall too hot yeah too tall you you lose control or you can't put your foot down and I feel like the bike that I was on the seat was too high so so I couldn't get my foot down and then I just like smashed into my JJ instead. <laughs> Good summer memories, y'all. <laughs> hey, BGs and ABBs. Have you heard of all of us? They're a research program focused on gathering health information from historically underrepresented people in medical research, such as people of color, seniors, people from rural areas, low-income individuals, and members of the LGBTQ community. As an Asian American who relies on the U.S. medical system, knowing that research studies have rarely considered people like me in the past is disheartening. Asian Americans have unique health concerns, and when research doesn't include us, future health discoveries may not either. If we share our health information, it may help researchers address the health problems in our community and in our families. The All of Us Research Program wants to gather health information to help find patterns in our health. This may show why people in our community may be more likely to get a disease than people in other communities. Here's how it works. They'll collect information such as your height, weight, health conditions, and medicines. You can sign up and participate safely from the comfort of your own home. Participants may get a $25 gift card, their personalized genetic results over time, and one of 10,000 Fitbit devices at no cost. The more people who join, the more information researchers will have and the more they will learn. Ask your friends and family to join to make a difference at joinallofus.org A-B-G. So there's a lot of times I go grocery and wine shopping with my roommate Dar. We're big cooks at our apartment and like to do wine pairings to elevate the dining experience sometimes. She loves calves, but I'll be real. We spend a lot of time just figuring out which wine to get. There's just so many to choose from. Thankfully, there's First Leaf, a better way to discover wine at a fraction of the price you'll find in a store. First Leaf is a fully customizable wine club that sends curated boxes of wine that's perfect for you. And they have more award-winning wine than anyone else. 
We got our first wine shipment. Our apartment decided to have our own wine tasting night and give our opinions on each of the wines. It was unanimous, and all of us liked the Color Wash 2020 Pinot Grigio, California. It was aromatic and fruity and reminded us of a spritzer, which is perfect for the summer. After our tasting, we were able to rate it on the First Leaf site. The user ratings helped curate the next box, so the more we gave our ratings, the better the box are curated to our likings. No more indecisiveness at the store. I see a lot of wine nights this coming summer. Save time, money, and stress with First Leaf, the wine club designed with you in mind. Join today, and you'll get six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping. Just go to tryfirstleaf.com slash ABG. That's six bottles of wine for $29.95 and free shipping at tryfirstleaf.com slash ABG. You already know Credit Karma is the company that has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. For anyone out there who's looking to get more bang for their buck, Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com com slash win money instant karma is sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary exclusions and terms apply see rules banking services provided by mvb bank inc member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply all right so let's move on to college i feel like this was the first time we lived out our early 20s and personally for me i wasn't away from my family i still lived at home but i know during this time is when a lot of people went crazy not being at home and not having the responsibility of school so i'm curious what were your summer vacations like in college and do you remember any particularly fun stories from those summers I so I went to UCSD, which was actually only about an hour away from my family. So on the sum, during summer vacation, I would go home. So I also was not in like a college setting during the summertime for like crazy party stories or anything. Um, and I, I feel like my summers during college were actually quite tame. They were kind of boring because I, uh, I mean, maybe the most exciting one was between freshman and sophomore year. I did go on a trip to China with my sister hmm. and my cousins, but it was with her Chinese class in high school in a white high school. So we went back to China with like all these white people and it was an interesting experience. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of weird. But, um, but that was probably the most exciting one. And then every summer after that, it was like, I did like internships. So they were, it was all about like trying to prepare get ready for the workforce afterwards but I do remember one particular summer the the last summer I had an internship before senior year I remember a lot because this is the summer that I spent in the lettuce fields let me explain (laughs) so you say lettuce fields the lettuce fields I studied math and econ and I actually that summer was like it's supposed to be the most important summer internship right because it's the last one you have before you go interview Mm. for jobs and I didn't have an internship lined up and this was me trying to like figure out what I wanted to do. But at the same time, my uh, my dad's younger sister, my aunt at the time, and her husband worked uh, for HSBC credit card services as um, they were, my uncle did like uh, like statistics and stuff, right? So he was like, oh, they have like an internship program at their, at their office. It's supposed to be really good. It's stats and related. You study, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh. I don't want to do that. That sounds so boring. And also I was like, no, I don't want to be hooked up by my family. I can like find my own kind of thing. Mm-hmm. 
didn't find anything else. So <laughs> relentless. So like against my desire, I like kind of, and this is in hindsight, I was like, I was so lucky that my aunt like reached out and was like, you should interview for this position. But at the time I was, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't really want to go into, um, into anything that felt like analytical or financial. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I think I had kind of a perception of my dad being uh, an engineer and my mom working in finance and just always feeling like working in a cubicle was like not something I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but not knowing what else to do. So, um, but so they worked for this company and they were based in Salinas, California, which is up in Northern California, but way out. This is where, um, oh shoot, what was that author's name where he, he wrote the Grapes of Wrath, John yeah. Steinbeck. Mm -hmm. up there so it was literally in like farmland like lettuce fields and all this kind of stuff Um, I ended up interviewing for the for the role and got it and then went up to spend a summer in the lettuce fields and they had put up housing for the summer interns it was supposed to be a hotel I think from the year past but because something happened we ended up being put up in this like in the college dorms literally outside from the fields so I was it felt like summer (laughs) wait I'm sorry what did you do (laughs) So, yeah. like, did you count the lettuce heads? Yeah. Did you, did you eat like try out different lettuces? So, so actually, the, the internship lettuce was with uh, was they did a lot of the analysis out there. So they didn't they didn't need to be located in like a metropolitan city mm. where a lot of people were. So they um, they were out in Salinas, which was. I mean, in hindsight, I think about for, for when you're older, like it's a beautiful place to live. It's very calm, very peaceful. Um, but for, you know, like a junior in college and, and not, and not, you know, yeah. I went out there and I was like, uh, what am I doing? <laughs> uh, but it, it was, a, it was an internship for like, it was like an analyst type position. I was mm. doing like, um, uh, <laughs> like looking at their, the credit card, like data type stuff, looking at like trying to figure out like, uh, I don't know, stats. <laughs> stats and numbers and things but did you play with the not play but like did you play? no it was just it was just that the office was located in Salinas oh, okay. which is like a, a town and a city that is very just like nature and lettuce fields and farms and I stuff see. so to spend a summer there I just felt like very like like kind of removed from yeah. from everything um and and I also, because I was really, I didn't want to go into stats and stuff. And I kind of was doing it because, you know, my dad's like, you should. This Mm -hmm. is like, it goes with your major. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was, I felt like now in hindsight, I feel like such an unappreciative little brat to to my aunt, my uncle, because I obviously was like, not, I was thankful to them for the position. But when I was there, I just didn't like the work. The guy who managed me was reported into my aunt. And he was a little bit younger and he's like uh, Chinese American. And I remember him being like, damn, you really don't like this, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he, at the end of my internship, the gift he got me for going away was like a drawing and painting set. Because he's like, oh, I don't think this is for you. I think oh. you're like more into creative stuff. Oh, <laughs> okay, but question. So you were a math and econ major. Yeah. Isn't this what you would expect? Yeah, right. Uh, so for me, though, like in within UCSD, they have like a management science major, which mm-hmm. is more applied. Mm-hmm. So I chose math and econ because it wouldn't go directly into, say, an industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like it was it was more theoretical. So if you wanted to, some people would go into academia mm-hmm. or you can apply like for studying math and economics. It's like you study abstract thinking, right? So that is something that you could apply towards something else. I just didn't mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into the application I of see, like of finance or of like stats and stuff. Yeah. But but I wanted to study something challenging, if that makes sense. So that's I why see. I went into like the field. Of, I was like, I'll do math and econ because these are interesting topics and they're challenging. But I don't want to like go into the applied. So I didn't yeah. really know. Yeah, it was kind of a. I was a conflicted <laughs> college kid. But <laughs> Did you get a lot of free lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> like 
with every meal. Oh god. <laughs> do you smell like lettuce? What is the lettuce? I smell do like? remember I do remember the cafeteria that they the food like the plates and stuff were like biodegradable. It was very future yeah, like very like uh, uh what would you call it? Sustainable. Mm. Yeah, at the time it was like made out of potato starch or something. Oh. Um Cool. But, but anyway, yeah, that was those were my college summers. How about you, Mel? <laughs> well, my experience is very opposite of Janet, and we both went to the same school. Uh, as Janet was in the lettuce fields, I was literally in La Jolla. So for mm. me, I feel like um, this question is like it does embody my experience as like a college student. So my first summer at UCSD was really like it was just so much fun I so I came in as a transfer student um so by the time summer rolled around I was already 21 and all my roommates stayed back mm-hmm. so all of us here are 21 we're like in La Jolla and it, it felt like, it definitely felt like the time we were able to fully explore the city of San Diego like I remember creating so many good memories and just drinking a lot there we would spend so many times in like gas land go to the beach and just like really explore the city and like you guys been to San Diego it's like a I think it's one of like the best cities we have in like in the U.S. But we also, we stayed back not only because we want to party, but we all, we had summer sessions because we mm. were, I think we had to just catch up on classes or else we wouldn't graduate on time. So, but our classes always, they're like three hours for two days a week and we always ended on Wednesday. So we're pretty much done with school on Wednesday and we would start going out either Wednesday or Thursday night. And so there's like so many things happening in SD. Like I remember there's like this sushi place called Sushi Key. I don't know if you remember, Jay. There's a Sushi, sushi Key. Yeah. Um, it's next to Costa Mesa. And there's always happy hour. There's, there's a bunch of students lining up. Everyone go there for sake bombs, and like very cheap sushi for like $4. And then on you know Thursdays, we do PB Bar and Grill, which is like kind of like the beach town. And mm. so there's like Thirsty Thursdays. We did that still. And then Fridays and Saturdays, we're at Gas Lamp, which is like downtown. So I feel like we really just like explored like every part we can every day or every week and obviously like that's a lot of drinking I think it's the most time I've ever drank like so many times and Mm. I definitely can't do that now um but was this every summer so you came in I only had one summer two summers there oh two summers there yeah I think that's why like as a transfer student like I I was like you know I really gotta soak it up because I don't I didn't get the four-year college experience so I think when it was my like when it was actually time to go to college I was like I need to live everything out as much as I can um but yeah that's the only have one summer of that because the next summer we graduated and it was like more like leaving and like you know different type of experience but yeah I mean it was fun like so you know school was short we enjoyed our summer and we also did work there like all of us were doing summer internships too but mm. it wasn't like as I think that my my roommates were like they were definitely like serious about getting their jobs but it wasn't like their I think it wasn't like their I don't want to say priority, but they were we were really focused on maybe maybe more creating more memories because all of yeah, us are transfer yeah. students. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, like it was like the taste of like freedom in mm, a bit. Yeah. So that was my experience. Wild Mel Mel emerges <laughs> in La Jolla. Hello. That, and that actually sounds like a be- like that's like what you described to me sounds like what the college summer experience should have been like. And I feel like I didn't quite take advantage <laughs> of that. You didn't party up with the lettuce heads? <laughs> yeah, I was in the lettuce fields instead of in, in San Diego during the summer. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, I mean, that sounds like it was a lot of fun. It was. I think it's just like, even yesterday, I was talking to my roommates, like Tiff and Sally. I was like, do you guys remember anything from summer? And like, we ended up just going on this tangent, like, oh my God, I remember this photo. Do you guys remember going here? Like, yeah. we, we wrote, like, we wrote a... We would drink in gas lamp, and then afterwards, like those carts that, like bicycle mm. carts, they'll kind of drive you around the pier or something like that. Oh. So it was fun. That's a very beautiful place, also, yeah. to have a summer vacation with yeah. friends. Yeah. That sounds nice. Yeah. Well, Boston's also gorgeous. Yeah. How was, how was your like summer? So, the main thing that I did during my summers was play volleyball. 
Shout out to anyone out there who's listening that plays nine-man volleyball. So over the course of 13 summers, which is a lot, I played on three separate teams. I played on Boston Freemasons, Hurricanes, and Fusion. I know you ladies watched, I think, maybe when I was on Fusion. Um, And I started in high school. So high school summer vacation was filled up with uh, volleyball. And I played up until like my first or second year after I moved to L.A. So it was a pretty long time. Um, so right after school ended for us, me and a bunch of my friends, we would all just be so hyped to start playing volleyball together. And actually, this was probably the closest thing that I had to what a summer camp is like. Mm-hmm. We practiced together almost two to three days a week for a couple of months. And then we would play in these two tournaments. One was in New York's Chinatown, and it was called the New York Mini. Did you ladies go to that one? No, no, that sounds cool. Yeah. So this would happen in Seward or Seward Park, which is in, in their Chinatown. And I just remember we would always go to this one place that had like 10 dumplings for $2 <gasps> or something ridiculously cheap and good. And we would always use this one dim sum restaurant's bathroom, which got so nasty. But the restaurant owners never complained because we always bought food from them too. Um, but the second tournament, which was a much larger tournament, was one that would happen every Labor Day weekend. And the location mm. of this uh, is called NACIVT tournament would rotate between hosting cities. So we got to travel to places like New York, Toronto, San Francisco, Montreal, DC, Vegas one year. And it was just so much fun. I think most of the time we had to play on pavement. So if you can just, mm. if you can just imagine like black tar parking lots Ooh, with hot. makeshift nets yeah, in like yeah. 100 degree weather. We actually shut down Pennsylvania Avenue which is right outside the U.S. Capitol when we were playing in in D.C. and we played on the street. And it it was extremely hot. Like, if you dove for the ball and you dove wrong on the pavement, your skin would literally just burn Burn. off. Oh, my gosh. So we all got very good at diving Mm. very well. Um, But it was fun because... There's a men's division uh-huh. and a women's division. And there's a, like over a thousand people that play in these tournaments now. And everyone's fit and passionate about volleyball. Um, and I'm not going to lie, there are some hotties there. Dude. <laughs> and me and my, my volleyball girls, we would always walk around whenever we were done playing and just watch all the hot boys teams and like eye the fuck out of them. <laughs> And there's that's a, okay. where you learn to flirt with your eyes. Huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I see you on the court standing there. You see me right now? Let me get your attention. Um, and then almost every night we'd, you know, be out getting dinner with our team and having way too many drinks. And this happened for two to three days in a row, which is how long the tournament is. Yeah. So it was insane because you played for like a full eight to nine hour day. Yeah. And then you go party hard and then you come back on the courts at like 7 a.m. And you have to focus. Like you really have to yeah. focus. You can't just show up because... If you can't focus, the ball's going to hit you in the face and you're going to look dumb up there. So that was extremely hard to do and just so tiring. Um, But yeah, every night you go out, you hope the the boys that you think are cute on the courts are going to be out partying as well. Okay, and there was this one night, Uh this one team that never goes out and has like all the hot boys. They always win these tournaments too. So Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I told I like showed you to them when when you ladies watched one of my tournaments, um, but they're known to like stay in and rest up for the, for the next day, which is probably why they win all these tournaments. Um, mm. But yeah, they showed up one night, and I swear all the girls were freaking out and whispering to each other like, "Oh my god, my god let's get close to them!" <laughs> and this one guy that I thought was super fucking hot bought me a drink, 
And I was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? And my my dumbass didn't do anything but take the drink, say thanks, and then I ran away. Why? I don't Why? know. I don't oh. know. Because I was so nervous and freaking out, and I didn't know how to flirt. Ugh. I, I just you're like, this is beyond the eye, the eye flirting. Yeah. Now you're talking to me like, again. It's like, because you see these people over and over again for oh, 13 yeah. years. And it's like, finally, oh, yeah. we are here. You bought me a drink. And then I run away. It's like, <laughs> fucking hell, you dumbass. But I, I remember being so happy and then oh. also so sad that I, you know, that it could have led yeah. to something more. And Ugh. then I think, you know, the next day I saw him on the courts and we kind of just like eyed each other again. And it's, it's hard to find time when you're both not playing or yeah. you're not working. Um, so like he would be on the courts and then he would look up and like kind of smirk at me or something. And I'd be Ooh. like, ah! <laughs> I'm getting so excited and giddy just hearing this. Like, I was like, that sounds so much fun. Yeah. But I, I mean, I said, uh, I said like, thanks the next day after I saw him. Um, and then thanks for the drink. And then I ran away again. So I, I don't, I don't fucking know what I was doing, but Aww. it's, it's like the next year you see each other. Cause the, the only time you see each other because you live in different cities is during these tournaments. Yeah. So you look forward to maybe seeing each other again. And I think the next year, you know, it's kind of just like eyeing back to eyeing. Yeah, yeah. And then that was, that was it. Damn. So Ugh. nothing spicy. there. That's, that's pretty spicy. Yeah. How was that spicy? I got a drink and I, I fucked. <laughs> but it's like kind of like, it's just like the, it was, it was like, it's just innocent too. It's like yeah, really it's, cute. Yeah. I also understand now from hearing like the schedule of it where you're up early in the morning, mm-hmm. you're partying at night, you're up early in the morning. I see where you get your stamina from. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It was years of training of those volleyball ga- like That's tournaments true. and then That's having true. to do the nightlife and then get back up. <laughs> That's true. But it was because I started playing in high school. Yeah. And it, it got like really, I guess, kind of shady because the older girls would bring oh. us out and our oh, coaches yeah. would find out and they would get so pissed. That was a mm. thing that was always recurring to. Mm. But you kind of like also see, you know, if you're eyeing these boys since high school, you see them grow up into men too. And it's just yeah. like, hey, hey you look better in this tournament. Dude, oh, that sounds so much fun. It's just a lot of like hype and anticipation and yeah. horniness. I don't know. Yeah. No, you know what it is too? Because I, I remember seeing, you had a competition, you had a tournament in OC mm. and I went to go see you and you're like dude there's like a bunch of volleyball players and I was like that's how I knew like I was like dude this is imagine this athletic tall Asian men mm-hmm. everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> so she said do you want to come I go duh <laughs> but that's what I said the kid the, the Canadian because I saw this guy I was like you're like oh that's the team Canada I was like yeah <laughs> hot and you're like that's the team with the good looking guys yeah and it was true right yeah, it was very true. Yeah. We try to find him on Facebook or something. Yeah, he's not very public. And it's, yeah, I, I like obviously don't think about him at all until this moment where I have to recount this. But it's just like, oh, fun, innocent summer, summer yeah. flings. I don't know. For sure. <laughs> With so many celebrations these days, like friends' birthdays and weddings and baby announcements, which seem to happen almost every week now, I've always had a tough time thinking about the perfect present to get as a gift. One place I always stop at now is Uncommon Goods. They're an online shop filled with tons of unique, totally unexpected gifts. I just ordered this storm cloud that sits on your desk and has the special liquid inside a glass that crystallizes in different patterns as the barometric pressure changes in the atmosphere. It is pretty cool and such a unique gift to just nerd out on. 
And with every purchase you make at Uncommon Goods, they give back a dollar to a nonprofit partner of your choice. They've donated more than two million dollars to date. To get fifteen percent off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com/abg. That's uncommongoods.com/abg for fifteen percent off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods. We're all out of the ordinary. When I was a kid, I remember seeing my parents take five to six pills every day for their vitamins and thinking, why is there so many? So by the time I started looking for vitamins for myself, I was surprised to find Ritual. After hearing Jan and Helen rave about Ritual's vitamins over lunch one day, I knew how to try it for myself. I've been using Ritual for about two years now, and I really like it. I was expecting to buy multiple bottles of different types of vitamins, but with Ritual, I don't have to. It's only two pills, and I take it as part of my morning routine after breakfast. It includes nine nutrients to help fill in the gaps in your diet, and my favorite part, it has this minty flavor, which makes it easier to swallow the pills. Your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always. You can start, snooze, or cancel your subscription at any time. And if you don't love Ritual within your first month, they'll refund your first order. Get key nutrients without the BS. Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com abg to start your Ritual today. One of my favorite things is that super clean and minty fresh mouthfeel after a good toothbrushing. And though a manual toothbrush can work, it just doesn't beat the effectiveness of an electric toothbrush. Recently, I've been using Bruch, a professional quality toothbrush using industry-leading sonic technology. Now, I've been a longtime user of electric toothbrushes, but Bruch stands out to me in a couple of ways. One, the bristle density. It feels substantial, but also gentle and soft so that it's not too rough on my gum line, but effective in reducing plaque by 20%. Bruch also reminds you every 30 seconds to move on to the next section of your mouth with a clear vibration and pause. My other electric toothbrushes do this too, but the signal is so subtle that sometimes when I'm tired, I miss the beep and I forget where I am by brushing. But Bruch pauses slightly, so the indication is really clear and refined. This quality is also in the overall design of the product. The charging stand is a magnetic flat surface, so it's sleek and easy to clean. Bruch also offers a subscription service where it ships new replacement brush heads so you don't have to remember because I always forget. Get 15% off your Bruch toothbrush kit and refill plan when you use promo code ABG at Bruch.com. That's 15% off using promo code ABG at B-R-U-U-S-H.com. Well, speaking of summer flings, you know, summer is hot and spicy. Uh, do you both have any like summer romances or encounters besides eye fucking? <laughs> I think other than the story that I just told, like nothing really comes to mind. I've had some summer flings, like super small ones where we didn't get past the kissing phase. But I feel like a lot of my college, post-college summer flings felt very, very, again, innocent. I'm really not that innocent, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and like sweet too, like mm. moments of getting caught in the rain and holding each other. What? Um, like that that type of summer romance is what mm. I remember from my from my flings. I'm sorry, who is this? I just just people. Just people. Like, like people from college? Uh like college and post college, you know, and it's mm. it's also like developing love with the, the boyfriends that I've had mm. or, or whatever that was. So um, it wasn't wild. I would say most of my wild stuff is probably not in the summertime. And, you know, I can't talk about it since this episode is for summer only. Okay, we're doing a hot, so. hot fall summer, hot winter summer, hot. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, how about Jay? Um, I also don't, I mean, the only romance that I can remember from the summers, I had two 
two like boyfriends I guess so from like high school yeah we met in Vegas during the summer so that was like the very innocent kind of like being on aim staying up late at night talking Mm. um but yeah very innocent and then the college one was over Zanga like while I was in China and he was in San Francisco um but nothing Nothing really. Actually, I do remember there was a summer, uh, yeah, when my cousin Stacy and I went up to visit my aunt when they were living in Salinas in the lettuce fields. It was it was like two hours away from San Francisco. And she was dating a guy at the time, she went to Riverside, mm-hmm. who also was from the Bay Area. So he was in SF and Wes was in SF. And we were, the two of us are staying in Salinas. And so she drove us from Salinas to SF to hang out with them for the day. So that was a thing that I, I remember. But I do, I also remember that he was kind of, her boyfriend was a, he was a, a lot cooler I guess you could say <laughs> so we were in the car he was driving and uh she was in the front seat and Wes and I were in the back seat and they're like oh we're gonna drop you guys off to like Fisherman's Wharf and then we'll go back to my place to hang out and I remember Wes was like he came over he looked over at me he's like you know what they're gonna be doing right I was like no I was like no they're not they're gonna go watch movies together <laughs> but that yeah that was probably the only that's so no. cute innocent <laughs> oh my god how about you Mel yeah we have all these innocent summer flames yeah how about you Mel Miss La Jolla. <laughs> Sorry, a story just came in my head, but I'm not going to oh, share that one. Share it, share it. I don't, it, I don't think it was it. summer. It was like fall, so I'm not going to share that story. <laughs> but um, give us a taste of it. Yeah. When you go to Vegas with your friends and like there's pool parties and you run into people and something's happened in the pool. Oh! Wait, that, that's not okay. okay, let me take it back. Not like, no, I don't... You either pee in the pool or you, you uh, something goes in, in the pool. <laughs> oh, no, okay, sorry. I'll just like say, we like made out in the pool. But like, yeah, but that's innocent. I don't know. Do, nothing more than that. That's gross. First of all, no one goes into the pool in Vegas. That shit is yeah. Yeah. You're really drunk and like, you, you know, <laughs> things happen. Anyways, I sound like a hot, I wasn't that of a hot mess, um, <laughs> but I didn't have like any juicy, juicy flings. Like the only thing I think of was like, maybe the fuck from episode two. I think that mm. happened in the summer. Like it felt more like a spont- like spontaneous. Like oh, all of a sudden, like you meet new people with it, like you don't really know, and then like, you start hitting it off, and you start hanging out with them like every night. And then there's a night where like you stay up talking, and then like there's a small kiss mm. at the end of the night. And I remember I was like, oh my god, this is not happening. So that that was the only thing. Really. Those are so I do yeah. The memories of being in the rain in the umbrella, staying up late talking yeah. to someone yeah. like that is very like there's there's something very innocent, but also very like nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Wow. We are three innocent ladies. <laughs> well, I don't know. The Vegas verse sounds kind of like, <laughs> I swear y'all. Okay. Well, fast forwarding a bit to, uh, you know, being in our working adult years, um, we kind of lost our summer vacations, right? Work continues. You don't really get breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but was there kind of any distinct memories that you had of really enjoying during the summertime as an adult working your jobs? I mean, not to be like a Debbie Downer, but I feel like there is no summer after Mm. college. You don't have these huge life-changing moments to make it feel like anything is changing in life Mm. other than maybe the weather. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I guess it gets hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess when it gets hot, you look forward to a cool dip in the ocean. Mm. And that contrast feels nice. And I look forward to the taste of cold ice cream or ice water Mm. when it's hot out. Again, a contrast. But I don't know. I guess another thing is that you look forward to people just like chilling the fuck out a little bit more in yeah. terms of not mm. needing things to be super urgent because mm. there's more of like a chill, relaxed atmosphere. And uh, July 4th together with friends is always oh, yeah. nice too. That's true. That's so true. other than that though, I'm like, this question stumps me. I don't really, I don't really know. It all feels the same. Mm. Yeah. It just gets hotter. And a lot of <laughs> contrasty things to make you feel better. I don't know. 
it was hard for me even to like think of something when I wrote the question but I was like you know what like, maybe because like I think lately it feels like when you enter the corporate life and you become an adult it's hard to just get all your friends together right yeah, yeah. so I feel like summertime it's always an excuse like mm. going to Palm Springs with your friends and people are coming down for just one trip like people are more willing to like fly or drive for mm. trips now because they're like I haven't seen you in like a year or like a few months so yeah. for me when I think about like what I really enjoy as an adult in the summer is like yeah getaways with our friends like palm springs and now we're talking about maybe a possible trip and i'm like can't wait to just like be poolside have like and our friends like they do such a good job planning like eric has like fresh coconuts you know juice or like we have really good like you know spiked like popsicles like these little fun moments that we just hang out in the pool and like we play games so i think that's something i'm like i love about being an adult and i don't know if it's just like the weather but I'm definitely more down for happy hour during the summer. It just feels mm. like I want a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're more inclined to want to stay out after work. Yes. Yeah. And it's like the True. the weather's better. So yeah. those are my things. How about you? Uh, well, I so I worked in uh, advertising and tech for a bit. And actually in LA, they have this thing called like summer Fridays where mm. some offices will close at 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. So Helen, to your point about like stuff kind of in the workplace slowing yes. a little bit, people are just a little bit more chill. Yeah. And then we would end early on Fridays and then they would often do something in the office like a happy hour or mm. something because the days are longer. People are just generally a little bit more relaxed. Um, but on a like personal front, um, the last couple of years, I would go to this thing called Barnsdale Art Park with my friend Sheila, which is something I really like in LA. And they do, because it's like picnic season, right? Mm. So what they do is they will sell tickets for like wine tasting and you bring a picnic basket and you go and you sit in the grass and then you pay for your couple pours of wine and then you can eat outdoors. And then oftentimes that'll lead into an evening back in downtown, hopping around a couple of other places. So it's a nice, yeah, like kind of, I I do think over the summers in like cities, like if you think about in New York as well, anytime where, where the days are a little bit longer, people are more inclined to be out more. That's true. For this summer, 2021, what are you both looking forward to? I am looking forward to just relaxing, Mm. to be honest. I think this past fall or spring has been just the most insane period of my life, to say the least. So honestly, I don't think I'm going to have a hot girl summer in the way people would expect of that phrase, to be honest. But based on the definition we shared earlier, I'm ready for it just to be about me turning up in my own way, even if it means under my covers. That's right. (laughs) Yep. And not giving a damn about what nobody says. Mm, And even if I'm not looking cute as fuck doing it, I'm, and I'm not snatched every second. I I honestly don't care. And I'm just excited for that kind of summer. I don't want to have like too many expectations or like pressures or whatever. I think I just want to take this time where everyone is chill to take a break and relax. I am all for that. I think you definitely, I mean, ABG, and then on top of all of your personal stuff, getting mm-hmm. married, buying a home, all the stuff, mm-hmm. and having family visit, yeah. uh, it's been super intense. And so having like a summer break. Yes, break, yes. An actual summer break. Break, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love this idea of turning up, even if it's under your covers. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'll be under my covers like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> napping, napping, that's right. <laughs> Um, I, I love that, uh, that sentiment of getting rest. I think for me, a huge thing that I'm like really looking forward to is because stuff is opening up now also, um, I'm getting to see family more often mm-hmm. and not just like my parents, but like my cousins and her kids, my nieces. I'm looking forward to so much more time with holding babies. Yay. Um, and my friend Sheila's giving birth soon. There'd be more babies. Um, so I think just more time with like family and more, more outdoor time. Mm-hmm. To be honest, the last couple of months near the tail end of our life, like kind of you know before things opening up I've really struggled with like 
pushing myself to get outside, which is important to get fresh air, get your vitamin D. And so now that the weather is better, I have like a more incentive and more mm-hmm. motivation to do that. Um, and also I'm considering renting out my space. And I think that is something that like, uh, for summer 2021, I'm anticipating a time of transition. So we'll see. I don't know what that will turn into, but yeah. Yeah. I think it's exciting that you don't know though. That's also makes this it kind true. of like a exciting hot girl summer. You don't know, right? Yeah. I'm in the unknown. Um, for me, I just wrote like lockdowns kind of getting lifted. There's some trips getting planned now and like people are getting married. So like I'm excited to celebrate these like mm, times with, with, with our friends. Mm. Like I feel like, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like I have like a lot of my friends are turning 30 this year. So I think with everything being lifted, like a lot of these parties are getting planned. So I'm just like, I'm going to I'm going to see my college friends in a few weeks. So I'm just like, I can't wait to spend time with them. We're going to Tahoe. And like, we haven't like traveled together in like so long that I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to get good vibes around. It's like kind of relive some of the days we did in college and, and you know, in downtown La Jolla or La Jolla. Um, and also just like, I want to, uh, our friend Tim's moving down, which I'm kind of excited for to have like, you know, like a different, like add a different energy because he's yeah. really fun. But I think summer makes me a little bit more spontaneous. Like I want to try different restaurants like we talked about. Like mm. we, I think we joke around saying we never like go to the West Side as much, but what if we get our friends together, like get cocktails and re- like try a different oh, restaurant yes, every two yeah. weeks or something, yeah. you know? And then um, I want to do a beach day. We did a beach day for Janet's birthday last year and it was just so much fun. I never thought we could spend a whole day at the beach. And so just like, I think those little moments I'm just looking forward to. Yeah. Rest <laughs> and fun in the sun. I love yes. it. Yes. I love it. Now we're going to do some quick kind of just like reminiscing of summer themed things. Uh, ladies, what is your favorite summertime song? I think... Hot in Hair by Nelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Watermelon Sugar by Harry Styles oh, for yeah. the top-down convertible feel. Mm. And then Summer by Calvin Harris for those summer Vegas day club moments. Mm. I love how you've painted the setting. You have a full-on, yeah. like, sound, like an album. That's a good, like... Very <laughs> different, too. Very different yeah. sounds for each of those, yeah. but all very summery. Very nice. How about you, Mel? I put Hot Girl Summer, because I think y'all... <laughs> you guys know it's, like, one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. I play it nonstop. Oh, yeah. I, I think it just puts me in, like, a very lit and, like... Like, just any any mood. I could be showering. I put Hot Girl Summer. Like, I love it. Um, K-pop songs. I just think we made a playlist for ABG. So on our link in bio. All the songs are just, like, good vibes. It puts you in a happy mood. Mm. Um, EDM, actually. I actually don't mm. like EDM or house. But yeah. Summer just puts you in, like, a Zed, a Lesso type of Calvin mm. Harris vibe. Yes. And the true. last song I put down, it reminds me of high school, is Summer, Day- or Summer Days or Summer Nights by Lil Rob. Hmm. I don't I know. know. No one... That. It's a Bay Area type of thing, but... That song I always think about. It's very like, it's like 4 p.m. You're cruising down, like mm. the sun's about to set. And you're with your homies. Like that's kind of the vibe. Mm. I'll play it later. How about you, Jay? Um, I have one that I that reminds me of our Palm Springs trip from last year for the Fourth of July. Um, it's Lady Gaga's. Oh, what is Rain it? Rain on me. Rain on yes. me. Yes. Oh my god, I love that song. It's so good. <laughs> I just feel like it's very good, upbeat vibes. Um, yeah. Very summary. Yeah. All right. Beach or swimming pool? Ooh, okay. So I know beach feels like a good answer, but I'm going to go with swimming pool because I grew up around swimming pools. So that it makes me think of nostalgic summertime. Mm. Mm. I actually answered the same thing. Like I had the same thoughts. Like beach is nice. I love sunsets, but 
I always like you know what? I like the smell of chlorine. It reminds me uh, of my okay. childhood. I like the smell of chlorine. I do. Because <laughs> remember, yeah, I used to be on the swim team. Mm, I see. I yeah. see. That makes sense. That makes complete sense. And, it, and it's cleaner because there's no sand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say the beach. Yeah. You're, you have unpopular you're opinion beach, here, yeah. but I love the salty air mm. and the openness and the waves that are always constant and there for you to comfort you. That's what I think about when mm. I see the waves and just the overall feel of being at the beach. I think I agree. Swimming pool for the ease of access. Because you don't have to walk like a freaking mile to get to the water sometimes mm-hmm. and the cleanliness, but beach over pool for me. All right. So, favorite summertime food? I'm going to say watermelon. It's a very basic answer, but I tried watermelon and mustard recently. Yeah. Yes. How is that? Because of the new TikTok trend. And not going to lie, it's not that bad. I, I think, is it good though? I yeah. think it was because the watermelon that I had wasn't sweet oh. and needed some extra flavor. So the mustard kind of helped it out. So I kind of want to try it again with a super sweet watermelon. But yeah, it's not, it kind of is like when you have a watermelon salad or something, oh. right? And then you have see, some type of dressing on top. That sounds good, yeah. It's that type of combination. Ooh, but I love salad. watermelon. Ooh. I'd say watermelon's good. I, <laughs> you said it was basic. I was going to say watermelon too. <laughs> but I will go with another. Um, I actually have two other ones. Frozen green grapes are Ooh. so good during the summer nights. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I don't frozen know why I was thinking green peas. I was like, why are you eating <laughs> green peas frozen? <laughs> I was like, I have a bag of green peas. Should I just stick it in my mouth and try that? Yeah, frozen mm. green grapes for the fruit and the sweetness, and ceviche for the oh yeah, oh, ceviche is always so good. good answer, Janet. Yes, yes. <laughs> ceviche f. That's a ceviche in Mexico that we had. So so, so freaking bomb. So summery. We should try making it this summer. Yeah, these are gonna. They might die. I know. <laughs> That's a dangerous thing. To... Raw yeah. fish. I don't know. Yeah, we'll go to a restaurant that prepares it. <laughs> I also put watermelon, but I have okay. like a plate. So I really like hot dog. I like I like, I like oh, yeah. barbecuing. So I want a grilled hot dog. Mm. And I'll put potato salad. Oh yeah, yeah. Potato salad's very summery. Yeah. Okay, we need to have a picnic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And last question, where would your dream summer vacation be? Crap. Oh, I don't know. Actually, I was thinking, because we are, all three of us, going to Hawaii this fall. Well, this fall, not summer, but fall for a wedding. And I've always wanted to go to Maui, too. So (gasps) thinking about maybe taking, like, an extended trip and going to Maui. Um, So I'm going to say Maui. How about you, Mel? Sounds good. I also put down Hawaii. I don't know. I just like Hawaii. I think it's great. It has the food. It just... The breeze, I really, I, and I did have fun last time we went too. I also am reading a book, so it takes place in Capri. Oh, oh yeah. So I was like, you know, something different, and yeah, like get a yeah. villa with our friends. So I was like thinking about like somewhere in Europe, you know, mm. where it's like near the beach. Yeah, my cousin's supposed to get married there. <gasps> oh, oh, so sad that that didn't happen, but it looks so beautiful there. Oh. Okay, one day we'll yeah. go. One day, yes. What's yours? Um, I'm going to say, actually, I really liked when we went to Palm Springs. And I know we have another potential Palm Springs uh, planned, but I, I just feel like that's like perfect summer vibes. It's not too far, so it's like easier mm, access for us. Um, there are beautiful homes. You get a nice pool, chill time to just feel like you're away, but still kind of connected to people. So mm, that's a good yeah. one. Oh, I want to go on all these trips now. <laughs> and eat watermelon and hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> Which we did. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode where we talked about summer and the memories, the good memories that it brought us. We hope you are all able to soak in some of the sun and embrace your own hot girl summer, however you want to define it. We have an interesting question for you, our Spotify listeners. What is your ideal summer activity? You know, is it camping? Is it laying on the beach? Is it being in the shade? 
You know, these are all <laughs> possible options. So yes, pull up your Spotify and look at our show notes or our show description and, you know, let us know which one you'd vote for. And also wanted to point out that we just launched our AVG necklace. It's on Asian Boss Girl at myshopify.com. Make sure to snag one for yourself and a couple of your besties this summer. Yeah. If you don't already, please follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. You can also support us through monthly donations at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Our handle on both platforms is at asianbossgirl. And we have a few shout-outs for today from Jay to his girlfriend Ayano in Portland, Oregon. Jay wanted to say congrats on landing your new job in Japan. And also, thanks for doing his eyebrows. From Sophia to Lorraine in New York, shout-out for following your dreams and starting your own YouTube cooking channel, Lori Craves. You inspire her every day. And from Crystal to her hubby and favorite ABB, Bruce, in Atlanta, happy anniversary. She says the world is a better place with you in it, and she can't wait for more road trips so y'all can rock out to ABG. If you'd like to send a shout-out to a friend, check out our link tree in our link in bio and click on shout-outs. And last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you all on the next episode. Bye! Bye.